genre. What up, nerds? Welcome to Toast from the Box. Now in trade, a once-in-a-while podcast where we talk about all of our favorite comics and graphic novels now in trade. My name is Adam Sheehan, and I'm here, as I'm always here, with Sean Petit. Yo. Casey Crawford. Hello. And RJ Veit. hey Today we continue our series on graphic memoirs with It's Lonely at the Center of the Earth by Zoe Thorogood. Now, this is a spoiler-heavy podcast, so, you know, read the book first. Um, yeah. Definitely want to read the book first. Definitely. Especially because there's no way to talk about this book without talking about... Yeah. Like... Let's go heavy. Also, uh, the actual the process ju- of the book is is most of what we're going to be yeah. talking about. Right off the jump, uh, trigger warning. There's yeah. uh, talks of self harm, suicidal ideation, suicide. Yeah, yep. and depression and and all that jazz. Yeah, so if, a lot if of suicidal ideation and trigger warning. Um, the, I might talk about some of my experiences with that as well. So, um, you know. So maybe skip this one. I don't know. It, or or don't or buckle, they, I or think buckle her, in. Her, her um her like forward like it's like to this book is for everyone but also like hopefully it helps you know um so that's i guess that hopefully the show helps that's the the yeah she puts it like we're here to help it's like it's 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 for someone somewhere and like just make sure you're comfortable in a comfortable place reading this when you're ready to go like because there is some depictions in it but like can be triggering but hopefully it's comforting as well um yeah so we were going i've been wanting to read this book for a while i i I got my hands on it after like we could not keep it in stock at the store it just kept selling out it was the talk of the um, town when it came out it was yeah um i even had it pre-ordered but i was still like fifth in line after all the people that other like 10 people pre-ordered it which is like pretty unusual for a book like this that like didn't come out as like a single issues you know um but so gearing up to read this, uh, RJ gave us the trigger warning of like, all right, let's fucking get sad, guys. Let's <laughs> fucking go. Um, but sad isn't exactly the word I would use to describe this book. It is essentially the plot is Zoe coping with falling into a hole of like depression and um, isolation, partially because of the writing process and partially because of COVID and like trying to break those habits and write a memoir so the book is about writing the book um so it breaks the fourth wall does a lot of cool shit with that um but to me it wasn't sad it was and I, and this is the word that we can't uh, use relatable yeah we have a swear jar for <laughs> there's our, a right? joke in the book about being told that she's constantly relatable and she's like what does that fucking mean i feel like an alien it, like living in a fucking worm body why the fuck would i be relatable um but there's something like deeply comforting knowing that everyone has like the imposter syndrome the depression the um j- incapable of having coping mechanisms but like there were so many specifics of this book that were like too specific it's uh yeah i, I feel like the the thing is, the book is relatable because it's brutally fucking honest. And yes. maybe the most honest, like, depiction of this stuff that I have ever read in, or yeah, b- seen 
so so much of it is is the writing process and talking to herself uh there's like four different characters that are all just different depictions of zoe like there's kind of like the the cartoony hopeless romantic one there's like the cynical that one that's just kind of like a blob there's the idealized one that's like i can make my hair whatever color i want and i can be beautiful and i can fix my teeth and and then there's like the one that actually looks like her. And then there's the depression monster that just looks like a scarier version of Nameless from um, the spirit, Spirited Away. Yeah. Uh, faceless. <laughs> my favorite part faceless. with no, the... Yeah, Faceless. You're, my favorite part no, right. with the um, different depictions of her is she's drawing them as progressions of her own art style. So they're her yeah. art. It's her art at different parts of her life. And just the being able to draw poorly like you used to but also (laughs) have the skill because some of the more the newer art is gorgeous um we'll talk about like the style i just thought that's the kind of stuff that right away stuck out to me is stylistic like this thing doesn't look like any other comic i've ever read yeah and like breaking the fourth wall puts it lightly and but also like (laughs) doing that with your art style by like showing the, the the progression of her art also giving each of those progressions character traits no, yeah, and like great. assigning character traits to those different depictions. Um, so like part of it is her hoping that there's some kind of like growth and development and like character like arc that it's like a hero's journey and there isn't. And that's the point, you know, like the, the part of that is just the brutally honest, like, yeah, these things happened, and maybe I'll be better for it in the end. But right now, it just kind of just feels like, uh, you know, like there are moments of hope and there are moments of of growth, but there's also moments of falling back in, and that's just that is life, right? It's all just a series of experiences that you kind of cobble together and and call you, you know. It's a, it, it, I like how it uses style the way um, Magic Fish used color. Yeah. Yeah. To kind of like you had different perspectives on the story told in different ways, and but just this, like the style, like a full tone shift. I think this the style showed the pr- creative process and like the way the br- her brain is processing images because like there's just all these different types of things, like not just from the character, but like different, completely different art styles using the page completely different. Just having like text bubbles, having like have it be like a screenwriter script thing. It's very interesting to read like you're and, seeing and the process my... as well as seeing like how things are um just how she's one of my things. absolute favorite pages it's like towards the end but it's a it's a splash page that's cut into diagonal strips uh, yeah that page and is... it's like like watercolor photo uh mm-hmm. like her actual art style her art style more simplified her art style with like a you know like anime style like it, yep. it's it and it's beautiful. She it's uses real photographs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's like at least actual... two instances of actual photographs in here. Well, and um, like at the end, I like how the pages of the book themselves are in the book a lot. Yeah, like there will be scenes where she has like the pages cast like, out, like, or she shows us the stack. This one at the end too. Yeah, yeah also... and then there's the actual photo of her with the actual pages mm-hmm. towards the end. Yeah, she wild. also cuts in pieces of the actual script too. Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, just the way she does weaves that all in, and it's seamless. This so this book isn't like I don't know it's it's hard because it's like it's not just a reinvention of the medium it's like 
someone invented the wheel, but the car hadn't been invented yet. And she was just <laughs> like, look, put the, put the wheel on the car. Put like, four wheels. We'll figure it out later. Right. Um, but and that's definitely how it on the feels. Head. It's so obvious now. <laughs> <laughs> it, if, it definitely feels so, like, I, I don't think there's anything else that can capture the feeling of not knowing how to express something. Yeah. Like, yeah, it, it is the entire thing feels so, like, hurried and frantic and chaotic. Like, uh, we were talking yeah. about off mic, one of the funniest parts of the book is where she just gives up and starts over. And then you read <laughs> the cover of the book and the, the like, <laughs> yeah. acknowledgement page. Like, it's, it, it, and it's, like, just kind of slightly edited because she's just, like, erasing shit. But, like, she got me for a second. I thought I had a misprint. Yeah, it's great, dude. <laughs> yeah, I've she never seen um, anxiety brain portrayed yeah, so exactly. well on page it's like someone literally writing through their panic attack and yeah. i think that's like, why it's so well done it doesn't just use like uh doesn't just use like um one style it just changes oh like page after page is different right some there's like cut-ins of like sometimes she's a like a pixel video game character yeah and then yeah. sometimes you're just reading her you're reading pages that are just iphone message screens like mm-hmm. it it jumps all there's over there's the two place. pages where she invites you to add your own mm-hmm. story because mm-hmm. she feels like she's been talking too much <laughs> yeah <laughs> she gives you she, a break for two pages she does a yeah. monologue page and then afterwards it, literally there's a big word bubble that says cut and she like exits yeah. out and she's sitting in a chair with a video camera and she's recording herself and they're like her. wait like what is and, going and, on yeah. and then also like yeah the one the one version of her is just like what the fuck are you doing why yeah. uh, what do you mean <laughs> there, there's times where she talks about where she's like you've literally fucking lost the plot like what are you doing like literally. it's one of those it's <laughs> so one of those great weird. reminders and you get these every now and again that you can do anything with this medium and it takes a special artist and a special writer to actually do anything. Yeah. What is and, and that is one of her m- biggest moments of clarity and happiness is like the thing I can do is anything on this page. Yeah. And that is, that, that is all that matters because you know, life is what is what it is. But like on this page, I can literally I can be, do anything. I can do and be anything I want. Yeah, yeah, this exactly. this is her domain, and she has absolutely complete control of it. Dude, it is. Yeah. I've never uh, seen. There, there's nothing that's like this. No, like there's visually stunning comics, but like I don't think like right. This is like crazy. we talking about Promethea, where Promethea gets very meta and gorgeous art, and yeah. you know starts like kind of getting into like lecture territory where it's like just exposition dump real facts, but this is completely a whole nother ball game yeah like yeah no the closest thing i can equate it to is the um the fiction suit that grant morrison i always have to bring up grant morrison every single episode <laughs> but like the fiction suit that they put on to communicate with their characters in the book is kind of the closest thing that i can analogize it to but that doesn't that that precludes like yeah sure there's meta shit and fourth world shit and there's like dimension timey-wimey shit but like this like it feels like we're standing over her shoulder and she's throwing pages away and she's crumpling shit but it's all going but it's all going it's all going in the book it's all going yeah 
this feels like what Mars like Morrison like if you were looking at Morrison's brain when they're writing yeah. comics more yeah. than it does a Morrison comic. Like, yeah. yeah. But like it, zero of the self-confidence that Morrison has, which makes it again very different. What's the word? Relatable. Relatable. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, so while we're while we're on the the forbidden word, th- th- there's there were so many moments in this book where she described behavior that I've done that I swore to God I was the only one that did. Um, like I swore I was. Do the you want to get into this? Because we can fucking. Get I just think into it's this. funny that the taboo <laughs> word is, and this is probably the thing that resonates the most with everybody. And again, this is coming from someone that's a little bit different, but everyone can relate to this in some way. It's well, yeah, you're the fucking neurotypical. Yeah, of the so bunch, I have a little so bit you... different view on this, but it's very interesting <laughs> yeah. still. But I, I live with one of these. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, it's true. But like the the, and I think all of you probably this probably sticks out with a lot of people that deal with this kind of stuff. It's like when someone calls her relatable, she's like, "That's fucking ridiculous." I'm a like I'm I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. How is anyone yeah. relating to me? In yeah. any possible way from like her other comics and stuff like that. And I think that's the, that's the big thread. It's not necessarily imposter syndrome. It's this like feeling that she knows that there's something that's not normal or not f- okay all the time in there. So like, how the yeah. fuck are you relating to me? Like I'm broken. So, yeah, and, like, I'm broken. And no-, no one can be broken in the way that I am broken. Right. Because I am broken so fundamentally. And it's a sadness too. So like Correct. it's it's not it's not really an uplifting thing for someone to tell you that your dark sadness is relatable. Relates. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, well, that just means that this shit is everywhere. And, <laughs> that we're you know, all just don't know what the fuck we're doing. Right. We're all just thinking about killing ourselves. Which all some the people time. take comfort in that and some people don't. <laughs> like <laughs> Well, I mean, like, the specifics of how relatable this book is, let's fucking get into that because um number one she references queen like five times and yeah. it's like the only music that is referenced and as a person who has a forearm sleeve <laughs> of freddie mercury riding a rocket through space like here that's number one um there's also like at one point she she talks about finding your people and when you're a kid it's really easy because you do self-deprecation and, like and just no be, one and be can the weird person be, yeah. Yeah. choose to be the weird person that's so weird that they can't even bully you. Right. And then right. doing that, like, so she she says eating bugs. And then doing that, you find all the other freaks, and then you just yeah. are all freaks together. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, uh, when I was in middle school, I used to pretend to have a um, imaginary friend, and I would just, I would commit to the bit, and <laughs> the the imaginary friend always did, like, really fucked up and like really violent shit and that was like the bit like i i I, the one i remember distinctly is that i was just like oh no he died he had a tragic um blender accident and he fucking died a horrible death and like that got a huge laugh and it's like well now i'm just gonna keep doing this i'm gonna do this until it's weird and then i'm gonna do it for years after that (laughs) it becomes part of the armor because yeah, it's the armor, and then you know what I did? I found all the fucking goths and all the kids that wanted to smoke weed, and the kid that ended up doing a fake anthrax scare because it was two thousand and three. Uh, you know, for better or for worse, I found the freaks. Um, I, just, I just like how direct and honest. Like 
most people are not this honest with themselves. No. And I think that's something that actually I, I felt I, that I can le- yeah. latch on to. Like, I, I felt tremendously vulnerable just saying that to you right. and the listeners. Right. But like, that's such a minor portion of what this is. Like, right this is from the first couple yeah. of pages, it's talking about like it it starts off like her talking about wanting to kill herself, right? And like it's she the the, the second page is I don't want to do it because he left. I want to do it because I understand why. And like that is something that Oof. no most people cannot get there. Yeah. And the fact that she's that's where she's starting. I'm like, all right, yeah. let's go. Like let's, yeah. this is a, she's very honest. There's a there's an amazing on. line where it's like um healing or I think it's like healing or um getting better isn't a rocket ship to revelation. Right. It's a slow journey. It's like, a train that yeah, winds train. and bends and you yeah. can't actually steer it. It right. just goes where it goes. Like um and I think that's yeah, and, those are the types of yeah. things that stuck out to to me is the honesty of it. And I think that makes it less sad because this is someone who's very honest with themselves and is very I don't necessarily committed, but like they know themselves and they understand their shortcomings for better or worse and is trying to be a better trying to be a different person. Trying to figure out anything, really. Just trying to figure it out all out. Because a lot of it, she wants, like, it's like, it's, it's not the inability, it's not the desire, it's the ability. And I think that's yeah. what the theme is. It's like, I want to be a, this person, but sometimes I just can't. It's mm-hmm. like, sometimes I'm a fucking asshole, and I know I shouldn't be, because I can't yeah. help myself. And just pushing people Because there's this and, shadow and, monster in my brain and, and putting, that's telling me I'm not worth it. putting all of your hope, hopes and dreams on this, like, romantic uh, endeavor of, like, Flying right. across the country. Also, been there, done that shit. Not across the country, but like drive eight hours away to like rekindle well, some Britain. kind of like or one she's night in London. Stand. She was in London, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she was in London and came to America. Yeah. I was just in North Florida and went to Mississippi and then later Louisiana for the same for like a boy that moved. But like still relatable. Like I get it. I, I've been there and like put all my hopes on like this guy that like oh well i'm gonna fix him and then we'll all be happy no <laughs> there's a so during a lot of that, talk about what art is to her but yeah go ahead during that scene where she's with the boy there's actually oh, he, he's depicted as a cat and he has kids and they're also depicted as cats there's i love a, how she depicts page, the people in her life in this i love it yeah there, but there's a page where it's her next to the cat family and then mm-hmm. the next panel, she's a cat because she's like imagining yeah. what it would be she's like. She's pretending. If... She's like, yeah, is this? Is, does this fit? And then it's like, no, well, I know she, it doesn't fit. She does yeah, it feel, but... but then she knows. Like then part of her gets her like ripped out. It's like, oh, this isn't, this isn't where I be- like something. This wrong isn't even here. my story. I'm the side character in his story because he's going through like a like a breakup with his like the mother of his children, and she and broke a, his heart, and he's a fucking deadbeat. Yeah, and he's not tell. over it, and and also gives her an STD. So again, relatable. <laughs> but just like the way, and then like I think they do, they drop acid or they do mushrooms. Yeah. I they, can't remember. Acid. My, mushrooms. But just acid. like oh. the, these pages, like the mm-hmm. the photorealistic cat head and her what her <laughs> head looks like at the same time. It's so fucking good. Also, have you guys <laughs> noticed how she uses color in this book? It's it's very. 
sparse and it's yeah. usually in these in these moments of like clarity and happiness or yeah. high these, no, like, it's you high you get stress. these like yeah there's also these like big red parts cuz like but... there's one part where she's going to the airport and she has to take her mask off and show that she's got like she's breaking out and like that's in color yeah. so it's like these high yeah but like it's the really vivid but it's in color parts. but it's in watercolor so it's like this like washed out messy yeah. gross looking panel whereas like the, the normal other everyday storytelling is in black and white most of it or like really low chroma like it's like there is like you can even look at the cover of the book it's like mostly browns and beiges Davis and grays covers. it's so good and it, it recurs throughout the book but yeah like oh, God. that that color palette maintains through the book until there's like moments of, and of it's color so, breaks where it's, it's so like for emphasis or fluid. for like moments i think the past a lot is in co- is in color too yeah yeah i think it's more like the, the the more the black and white portions of the book are where she's just not feeling anything right well and it's right. also those that's a lot of where the self uh, criticism is happening where she's talking to versions of herself being like no you fucking idiot you, or like, her you know kind of going of through most... her everyday life where she's detached, which is like she becomes like goes very inside of herself. And that's yeah. a big like with headphones and things like that. Because like, um, yeah, I, th- I think the thing that is difficult to express that really hit me the hardest that I that I'm like, yeah, this is it. This is the fucking thing mm-hmm. is. Specifically. Hating your art and hating the idea that people can perceive it yeah and like coming to the realization that they do because like i used to be an artist i used to draw all the fucking time i almost had a career in art like i almost would became a tattooer and i basically haven't drawn since then because that would mean people could perceive it and i'm a fucking coward like like Zoe Thurgood is doing a hell of a lot better than I am because at least she's creating. She hasn't come to terms with liking it or even understanding why people like it. But she, but she, she does, and it's the only thing she can do to get through. I think part of it is she's like, I don't care. Yeah, yeah, it's the that's the realization, right? It's like I'm gonna do that. I'm not doing this for them. Mm-hmm. I'm doing it because this is how this is what I need to do to it's the only way that she can get through to the other side well, she'll just right. right through it when when she's in when she's absorbed in her work and she's inhabiting these these worlds that's where she feels kind of free because she can do anything that she wants on the page because that's what and she's, and she's not in her own world she's, she's not, not in her own world and when yeah. she has to step out of that and well, like re-enter the real world that's always the hard part that's when yeah. she connects to other people and things is through art. So uh, when she's working and doing and living in these worlds, she feels she doesn't feel alone. That's also that's like how she describes what art means to her. Incredibly prescient and like I don't I don't really know how to describe it other than like feeling immersed because the book that she so she's talking about like I don't really like doing art for other people's stories because it doesn't really feel authentic. It doesn't really feel like I can really lose myself in them. Um, but sometimes it's comforting because I, it's somebody else's world and I'm just hopping in. And mm-hmm. she's talking specifically about doing the art for Joe Hill's comic, Rain. Mm-hmm. It's like an adaptation of a Joe Hill story. I forget who the 
the the person who adapted it for the script was but um yeah and it's so it's like really weird as the reader who was a fan of that book as it was coming out yeah knowing now what she was going through and she's like yeah i just had to fucking power through issue four so that i could catch a plane to go to america and like have this shitty romantic encounter with this dude you know like it's it's during it COVID. adds another level of like none of this is fiction. Like not even in the fucking like no. none of it is even hyperbolic. None of it is even like if it, it is all just it is it is her bleeding on the page. Yeah. From start to finish. Yeah, just talking about I yeah, I think that's why people this has resonated. Yeah. And also, um, love the fact that she's like meeting people in comics and people like Kieran Gillen are walking up to her and saying, you're the future of comics and genuinely meaning that in the positive way that we would interpret it. But her being like, that feels like a threat. Um, <laughs> also, don't, just don't put that evil on me. That's so <laughs> yeah. much. That's so much weight to put on a 23 year old. Yeah, it is. A but lot, also, yeah. it's hard to fucking also, read this book and not think that. Yeah. And Dude, like coming from Kieran Gillen, that's like. That was also Kieran Gillen at the age of 23. Right. You know what I mean? Also, and, and I'm sure people told him that. And now he's saying that to her because it's fucking true. And it's not like, it's not like, I'm just trying to be nice or I'm just trying to make you feel at home. It's like, no, no, no. It's you. Deal with it. <laughs> I, can't, it out. I can't believe how well this book is written in addition to being drawn like the best thing ever. Yeah, just like. To me, she like, writes dude, I, so well. There's so many little dude. pieces of this. Like, I'm just kind of flipping to kind of where we're at. Like, she's just talking about, like, I'm not sure how many people leave me or how many people I drive away to avoid being left. But, like, I know connecting with people is impossible at this point. But, like, and I know I'm not my depression, but sometimes sometimes it's comforting to know that's all I am. I'm like, yeah. that's like four little lines. And I'm like, that probably slammed shit home hard. Oh. For oh, a yeah. lot of people for read this shit. Yeah, I've, yeah. That, I felt that I felt that pretty hard myself. Honestly. Yeah, and like, yeah. And it's like no, and I've then had just friends kept who were like, on. it's crazy. And, and I, I've had friends who were scared to get medicated because they don't know who they are without their right. their sadness, their depression. Like it's it is not it is not part of who they are. It is who they are. And well, like that's that's, that's how I always scary. felt about um about my ADHD. Like. Whenever right. I took something that just took that away, I just didn't feel like myself at all, and it just felt strange. I and will say, I just, from a mental health, like, you know, perspective, if something makes you feel like not yourself, that's not the right thing for you. Because uh, I managed to nail it in one, and I'm like, knowing I, yourself like, is important. <laughs> it yeah. is knowing yourself is important, and like I, I distinctly remember because I just had a friend come to me asking for advice, and the only advice I could I could give was um. Don't don't dwell on it too hard because I had been on it for like two or three months and I I turned to Zach and I was like, I don't fucking think it's working. I don't feel anything. And that was the light bulb moment of like, oh, I don't feel anything. That's I don't feel point. anxious either. And a yeah. lot of times <laughs> like um... I feel exactly normal. I feel like I'm having good days every day. And like and that's it was just and a lot of it was it, just you a won't string notice of good right ones. away either yeah because like, like you know i didn't i wasn't always having depressive episodes it was just like you know he things would know, spiral yeah. and it would get yeah. people in your life your partner will notice faster yeah yeah it's, because it's, like i'm still in my head and i still have anxiety i'm still a fucking mess but like that mess right. is manageable now it's but it's easy to, to define yourself as like you you are sure. your anxiety as opposed to this the anxiety is something that you deal with yeah which is like yeah. I think like like she's like a lot of people say it's comforting, but it's also it can be a trap. Yeah. Yeah. And and you know, and I would say 
for my own personal mental health experience, um, the fact that the pills didn't completely take it away is kind of nice because, yeah, a lot of my thought process is over-fucking-thinking everything until I would prefer to just cease to exist. But, like, <laughs> you know, it, it took away the part of me that dwelled in it and sunk and, and couldn't get out. And, like, I think that's, that's what this feels like. This feels like the, uh, like the, the unmedicated wallowing in the thing like the hyper fixating on the depression and the anxiety yeah you know what i mean the, yeah there's... what i'm saying is does has anyone checked to see if the zoe has, has medication because i feel like no, she needs i think what's interesting with this is like she talks about like her mom i think this book way. is the medication like I, yeah it is bingo. it absolutely is this is this is the knowing this is the doing your the work we're just seeing the work yeah, yeah exactly right and i yeah yeah I just think it's funny that line we just talked about the juxtaposition. Like this book is also kind of funny because no, the next because the next it's page so is is the guy with pizza and beer on the piss skateboard thinking about boobs <laughs> and killing myself. <laughs> That's the next page. One of my yeah, favorite. Yeah, dude. Uh, one of my favorite gags is literally just the panel where she's like. What would Neil Gaiman do? And it's oh, a that's picture hilarious. of Neil Gaiman. Neil Gaiman's like, please leave me out of this. Yeah. <laughs> Don't- I also, it's impossible to not read that in his nice little, yeah. like, quiet and friendly voice. Yeah. Please, please. Yeah. But, but that, like that's, way, that's gonna yeah, be my next skateboard. I'm just gonna write the word piss across yeah. the bottom. Like, but like, and there's well, like, I'm gonna get a tattoo of the skateboarding guy that says "thinking about boobs and killing myself." Yeah. That's what I'm gonna fucking Great get. Great shirt. <laughs> the sweet potato story is hysterical. I, I, I was I crying, yeah. laughing. Yeah. I wanted to bring that up because that that was the one moment in this book where I went, "This is beat for beat, a hundred percent what I would have done in this." <laughs> and I love that it's told in like three pages of text bubbles. Yeah, yeah, it's like, just like love, iPhone yeah. Messenger bubbles. Like, yeah, it's fucking great, dude. Like I absolutely know what that's like to try so hard, try <laughs> so hard to not be weird, and end up being the weirdest <laughs> this fucking is, person. This in is the world. She, this is pretty fucking funny. So she 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 was in college for a little bit, and she had these roommates that she didn't about really this. ever interact with. And uh, one day she was like going to treat herself to a sweet potato, so she was going to go microwave it, but then. There were people there, so she was just like, oh, I got to keep walking and not make it weird. <laughs> so she walks outside with the potato, and then she's like, oh, people are coming. So she sends the potato in the elevator and sends it to the top floor. <laughs> well, she gets locked and- out of her apartment first, because she Bro, just yeah, leaves right, the yeah. apartment with a sweet potato first yeah, of yeah. all. And she's, and she's in her pajamas. She's in her pajamas. Barefoot. And dripping wet because she just, just got, got out of the shower. shower. Yeah, so yeah, she got yeah. locked out. Yeah, and then she puts the sweet potato in the elevator. Dude, I, I just, I, I've been there where you keep, you keep trying to fix a problem that doesn't exist, and in doing so, you've created this just ridiculous problem. Oh yeah. Oh, and and uh, I really want the follow up story from the person who took the elevator next. That's what I want. Dude, just like yeah, the, just, the elevator stops and opens yeah, and there's, there's just, just a, a fucking potato. sweet potato. Especially because like you were waiting for the elevator to come. It's like, okay, so somebody's in the oh, elevator. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Someone had her sign a sweet potato yeah, at a convention a and sent it to her floor in the hotel. That's oh, funny. Incredible. Yeah. Dude, oh, my God. Like, like, you that's have that hilarious cute. story and then like the last three bubbles, she's talking to you. Right. Yeah. It's like, oh, I wish I could tell you what you wanted to hear, but like, I'll, I need to get back to my book again. But take a few pages for yourself we'll talk again later and then there's literally just like a title page by zoe thurgood and your name here and like two blank pages and then then it gets back to the book like i did shit like that that was so so funny like that 
this was the part of the book that I related to probably the most. Yeah. And she was like, but you don't need to hear this. Here's two pages of your own. I'm like, how do I follow that up? You already told the story I would have told. Dude, like, and then like, oh my God. And then she starts like, she bounced back and forth like when she was a kid, but then like her going to the fucking guidance counselor because all of her female friends oh, keep disappearing and the guidance counselor's like yeah you're a teenage girl statistically some of them are gonna kill themselves it's like what the fuck <laughs> who yep, is dude. this monster <laughs> every every adult in your life when you're Holy a teenage girl shit, dude. i swear to god it, it is yeah where it's just like every single i mean i was i was a freak friends with the freaks i wasn't quite as suicidal when i was actually a kid um i had suicidal ideation but it was never like a threat i think the closest i came was when i moved up here which is actually funny side note side tangent um the only thing that saved my life was adopting my dog henry like he literally saved my life I, it was like i've given myself now something to live for because right. i can't let him down and i've never had any real trouble since then but um her she at one point finds like a stray dog and then realizes it's it's not a stray it's a dog that's like being abused by the owner that was the one of the most tragic parts of this for me because I was like, that's it. That's the thing that could have that that could have helped so much if yeah. you had just been able to catch that fucking dog. That could have taken you out of a fucking episode and like changed your whole fucking dynamic, you know? Like and it's not to say that like dogs are the fucking answer to depression. Obviously not, but like it it saved my life. I know that. Um but where was I going? I had a thing before that. This is this is what the book is like. The book is just like anyway. Oh, what the fuck? What was that? What was I saying? Um, shit. Keep going. I'll think about it. Guidance counselor, teacher, but <laughs> guidance counselor. Yes. Um, but yeah, no. When I was a kid and and a freak, I had lots of friends that attempted. Um, some more, you know, attempting than others. Um, you know, some were some of them were obviously cries for help, and some of them were more serious, but. That doesn't mean that they weren't all serious. You know what I mean? Like, but yeah, the the attitude across the board from all yeah, adults crazy, was dude. you're just asking, you're you're just you just want attention. And it's like, yeah, yes. Yes. Why is that why, why is, is that, that so negative? Thing, yeah. Why is that a bad thing? This person needs help. If this person and needs has attention. no way to ask for it. And the only socially acceptable way as a teenage girl is to try to kill myself. Because yeah. uh, trying to talk about any of this shit with anyone is yeah, it didn't is, work out. No, it's not going to work. And like, and again, she's twenty three, twenty four now. So we're not talking like. No, this was not that long ago. Yeah, we're talking more also relative. the concept of trying to write a book when I was her age. Like, I literally just moved to Philly when I was twenty three. Holy fuck, man! That person. I can't wait to see what she does in the next ten years because I wasn't a person yet when I was twenty three. Yeah. So like, she's already this. Holy shit, man. Yeah, like this next piece. The future of comics. This is the stuff that gets me. And I think that's what's so powerful about this type of book. The next one, she goes on a trip with her parents. And uh, she talks yes. about how this is like, this is a family thing, right? Because like her mom has it too. And yeah, all, her everyone mom also her has the, and every the no face monster behind right. her. Right. But mm -hmm. she found a way to put the no face aside after having kids. And like that was like, that lit her up. And like that was something that unlocked her, but then yeah. it didn't really, you know, that's not necessarily what she wants, but, um, but they can't communicate 
because they're both having the same kind of issue. The, the only thing they have in common is depression, right? And, and very little else. And then it's just like, like she's well, just yeah. talking about like how isolating it is, like how terrible it is, because like it comes like mental illness goes at like it affects the ones you care about the most most yeah. one of the impactfully and then just like her just having this beautiful beach day listening to music and then just like even on a day like this it feels impossible imagining a future where i don't kill myself and it's yeah. just like that's it's like oh she also, so you 100 percent you know what's going yeah. on like she that's also like crazy. stopped she was getting payments from her parents to put into a bank and she stopped them because she can't yeah. imagine that she's gonna live long she's enough gonna to, need it yeah which is and just, it's just like oof. you hear that from like you know obviously there's millions of people that struggle but like this is like when you start kind of digging into certain people like art more artists who are out in the world you start like kind of especially ones that have like you know ended up killing themselves or something you kind of like roll back a little bit and it's like oh mm-hmm. you've been telling us yeah for however and, and long you've been around. that's also the other thing uh, with with suicidal ideation it the it is often portrayed in media because it's a clean narrative that you are always on the brink when you are suicidal you and are I think on the brink. that's what this book does a this, really really good job of showing yeah you. where it's just like yeah no i just constantly think about killing myself i probably won't right now but only like, been on the brink once know. or twice but like yeah it's exactly. just something like said, that i've only been on the brink once but there's yeah. definitely just been like a like yeah what would it just be like to not Right, 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 right. Exactly. And like, that's kind of like what she talks about. It's like, I want to be able to imagine that. But like, right now, yeah. I can't. Like, I'm not yeah. in a yeah. place where that's possible. No, and I mean, what would it just be like to not be? Yeah, that's. Could I just, could I just not? Could I just, could I just be done? I would like to be done. And it's like, and it's not, nothing is, that's kind of what's so scary about it is that it's not even as like harrowing as me making sure that I don't have the knife in my hand. It's just kind of like, do I need to be here? Am I, is this, could this meeting have been an email? Like, could I just go, (laughs) could I just be in the void? Could I, could I just cease? Um, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I mean by, could I just not? (laughs) Yeah, no, that's fair. (laughs) I used used to know a guy who was just like, like he had suicidal thoughts all the time, but it was never like on the brink. It was never right. like we need to save Bob, but it was just like that's Bob. He wants to die. Like that was just yep. like part of his personality, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, and and like good for Bob for figuring out a balance. I think what's just like, so like sticks out to me is like this is someone who has that feeling, but it's doesn't like is like accepts it, but also is trying to fix it, but knows that that's a journey and that may never happen, but is still working to be a person that she wants to be even with the inevitability of this condition that she has, that she lives with every day. It's just like, it's a lot, man. It's just, it's, it's insane. It's very, people don't get this like this, like she's so much farther along than most people who have these issues. Like she understands what the, she fully understands her condition and how and who she is. The friend that just came to me, and was asking for advice specifically on like SSRIs. Um, fucking twenty year old kid, like dude can't even like buy a beer yet. And I'm so proud of him because like it took me a solid like nearly fifteen years past where he's at to get there. And it's like, you know, books like this existing in the world, like in a in a place where we all grew up not being able to talk about these things. Like even like 
her talking about her mom who has depression. Her mom gets mad when she talks about it because it's supposed to be this dirty little secret. Well, yeah, that's because the shame that's, of the family. That's Yeah. So mm-hmm. like every generation before us has kind of been worse at handling this and we just repress and push down and we, you know, get an ulcer and fucking, you know, like it's just this like steady stream of like, we don't, we don't, we just don't talk about it. it it's there and shut the fuck up. And I think this book is a, is a beacon of, of hope. You know, like that not only can we talk about it, we can do things differently to cope and express and, and connect. And right. it's not always going to be the like, there's hope and like you have people that love you and like bullshit slogans that she complains about in this book. And like sometimes it's just finding a voice that resonates with yours, you know? I love the last page where she's like, if there's one thing I can leave you with, and then it doesn't even tell you what it is. Well, it's a pigeon <laughs> flies in front of right. the fucking panel. Yeah, yeah. It's like, God damn it. <laughs> Dude, but it's still like, somehow, uh, like, kind of endearing like, and hopeful. Right before that, she does leave you with, like, some of the best pearls of wisdom. Like, I forget They're all throughout that. this book. Like, I mean, again, oh, yeah, The of clarity, and like I said, just the, being able to... If half the people on the planet were as honest with themselves as she is in this book like it would be a this everywhere would be a better place yeah, yeah. like no, it's so, crazy so the, this is this is the part that really snapped and it's like literally the last page before the pigeon flies in front of her final words um there's some things i'll never understand my reason for being if anything truly matters or how much mac and cheese i can reasonably eat relatable um but if you, if you could ask god for the answers would you would his response make you happy and for the record no one is simply happy. It's a temporary state of being that comes and goes just like pain. Maybe the purpose of life is to make bad art. Maybe it's getting your heart broken over and over again. Maybe it's being left, being found. Maybe life is just one of those good fucking sandwiches. I don't know. I'm just a cartoonist. I, and, I like yeah. how the page right before that's like the mock-up of the title. It's like, it's lonely at the center of the earth, but in red, it's, but I'm trying not to live there anymore. Yes. And like, that that's, is, that's, the, that's, that's the hero's the, journey. That's, that's like, it right there. That's that, it, where, like, so she talks powerful. at the beginning of, like, you know, the plot is that I go abroad and I find myself and, you know, it's going to be this nice, nice, neat little thing. <laughs> and, and, like, COVID no. COVID happened. The, the, yeah, well, that too. Mm. Fuck. And the entire hero's journey is simply her saying it's lonely at the center of the earth and then her saying it's lonely at the center of the earth, but I'm trying not to live there anymore. That's it. That's the entire hero's journey. And um, then, like, and oh that's so God. much more powerful, honestly. That's like this conversation with her anxiety monster. Basically, oh, like, God. oh, do you want to know why you're not happy? Do you want to know the answer? It's because you don't, you want, don't to want to be. It's like Jesus Christ. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. But also, fuck you. <laughs> but like, that's like how many people feel that way. Yeah. yeah. Or think that yeah. they feel that way. Yeah. You know, like what it makes them feel like that's again, like these are. It's just so, like you say, it's so honest with this, what this book is, and like what this, what she goes through, and. Honest, I always found like depictions of mental struggles with pe- creatures to be very powerful because I feel like I mean that's just what the Babadook is. But it's like one <laughs> of those things. Rules. It's like a lot of people don't have words, and when you see it, it's like, oh, it's this lumbering shrouded figure. It's like, dude, yeah, that's it. Like you yeah. know, it's it's a way for you to put to like explain an unexplainable. You're giving it a name, and then giving yourself power over it right 
And a lot, Again, of, I feel like that, and that's extremely difficult to do, especially when you feel like there's no one or nothing that can help. Well, trying to do that when you can barely put pants on, you sure. know what I mean? Like, like it like feels impossible. Conquering, conquering this monster Absolutely. will be easy once I wash the fucking dishes. Yeah. But how the fuck am I going to do once that? Once I can just overcome gravity, then right. you know, we'll, we'll deal with that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, and, and, and so much of, most of my struggles are more anxious and anxiety than actual depression, but, like, the discerning what is just your brain lying to you because it's broken and what right. are actually things you should be concerned about and trying to fix. It's like, what can I fix and what is just a mental instability and what is fine, mm. but I think that it's not. Like yeah. what that's parts of big, me? That's probably the big one, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like what parts of me? Like, like, do I actually have an extra thirty pounds I could lose, or do I just fucking hate my body because I live in capitalism, right? And everything is designed to make me hate my body. You know, like it, it, it's, it's the exact same thing, but on a like psychological, emotional, yeah, like like personality level. It's like, am I talking too much? I oh, everyone. Everyone Maybe. hates me. There's... Everyone's hate me. Everyone hates me and no one wants to hear me speak. But there, I literally have a podcast where that's what I do. <laughs> and it's clearly some, clearly you guys like me, listeners and you three. So, like, I don't know. There's tons of know. moments where she stops herself thinking and is like, dude, you're just being really pretentious and sucking your own yeah. dick. <laughs> yeah. yeah you're, just, you're just being a fucking narcissist. And it's like, yeah. is it narcissism or is it therapy? I don't know. <laughs> right. One thing that's been really helpful for me with, with my own a- anxiety and, and, and issues is talking to and listening to other people who have it. Like, yeah. like people on TikTok and Instagram and stuff who just like talk about like, this is what this is and this is what it means. It's like, holy shit, I, that's exactly something that I do, and I thought I was the only one in the world who did that. So now yeah. I know that this is just, like, sharing those kinds of stories is so helpful for the people who think they're, they're out on their own and they're the only Absolutely. People, and that, yeah, I think way. that's why this book is a beacon of hope. Whoops, we accidentally found a good use for the internet. Right? <laughs> it's, a fi- it's a razor thin line. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's, literally, it's literally just normalizing talking about mental health and cute animal videos. Razor nothing thin else. Line. Razor nothing thin. else yeah. is redeemable. That's pretty much the add add people falling <laughs> off of skateboards to that, and that's the entirety of my experience on Instagram. Right. But one hundred percent. And Pedro Pascal, Pedro Pascal videos. Yeah, exactly. Pedro Pascal. <laughs> he was he was guaranteed Sonin. He's he's a serotonin factory. Absolutely. <laughs> one of the things I found relatable about the book is that for Zoe, art is that, and that is me. Yeah. That is me to a T. Of that right. art is literally what makes me f- like feel okay. Like I, that's how you. That's your connection. And that I mean, why that's why we're is, all here. Right. That's why we're all friends. That's the only reason any of this. I think is, that's we talked yeah, about like, this in the last episode. We were, but it's, yeah, yeah, it's important. That's it's a way to communicate without communicating when you didn't find the words. To communicate. Yeah, as as three out of four people who <laughs> basically cannot communicate to other people, comic books facilitated that. Who gave Sean us being a the podcast? example? <laughs> I, that's the beauty. Everyone can do it. I mean, I've been yeah. shy my whole life, and my friend at the comic shop who ended up hiring me, where I still work, they're like, "I've never seen you like that when you like talk to customers about books." And it's like it's literally just it's a whole different. It's like it goes away. That's your comfort yeah. zone. That's, oh, yeah. Yeah, so, that's your safe. So, that's your safe space. 
uh, completely unrelated, the uh, the friends that I used to shop at their comic book store, they hired me, and I still work there. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bit of a bit of a uh, pattern happening here. Yep. Yeah, you only hire people that you guys know. <laughs> no, we uh, you can't make us leave. That's the pattern. Yeah, yeah you, can't, you can't. You can't. There's make only them one leave, place. So you might as well start paying them to be there. Exactly. Yeah, uh, there's only two places that I come out of my shell. One is while I'm stage diving, and the other is talking about comic books. One's gonna make you friends a hell of a lot better than the other. Not to say <laughs> that I haven't made friends after I they like Talk I landed about on comics, their face. Yeah, good point. <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't believe how fucking good this book is. I yeah. I, I read this, The Invisibles, and like. Superwoman, oh. Woman of Tomorrow, in like a one, in like a back to back weeks. I recall that, and, and it makes more sense. So now. my my like top ten comic books haven't haven't changed in like a decade, and I'm like now I have now I need to completely upend everything and <laughs> everything change changed. It. I felt like this is the new top three. <laughs> I, I felt yeah, like this... this book like it it blew my brain open. Like it just. It's so interesting, not only artistically, but the way she writes is so mm-hmm. poignant and like it's so good. And uh, I-, I was just like, "How is this incredible on so many fronts?" It's just to me, this the, is the- one of those books you can just drop in someone who like. Obviously, a lot of people, maybe someone who's struggling with it, but honestly, people who don't understand it, you drop this book in front of someone who maybe lives with someone or know someone in the family that has these types of issues but doesn't quite compute, just, like, fucking read this. Right, yeah. I mean, yeah. you just you need... You just this will help em- you <laughs> this understand. Book is what you it's just like. need empathy. <laughs> right, and, and yeah, I think this I bridges think... that gap, because a lot of people can't... Again, because if you don't know yourself, you can't know others. So, like, if you yeah, don't know right. what you're dealing with, because you're probably... A lot of people or who you don't do, can't. but you don't have an artistic means to articulate it. Well, I meant, like, from a people who doesn't who don't understand... This yeah, no, but like, like a neurotypical a, person, like. But as a person who feels this, not knowing this is a how good to way articulate to give you the words it, to say I can it. hand it to yeah. like for for example, for Zach, and be like, "This will make me make more sense." <laughs> <laughs> this book feels you like you should just. <laughs> this book feels so like good. you're watching a movie about a struggling artist, and then they they like end up writing one book, and it propels them to superstardom, and you never see what mm-hmm. the book is. This feels like the life changing. We got to see like, the book, though. Right. Yeah. This just feels yeah. like the life changing. This is also kind of like the documentary that... of trying to make that movie. Also, <laughs> like right. it's like yeah, it's kind of an all interesting of it way to do it. But yeah. it, it's yeah. so good. I mean, I've I've always had a problem with people calling a lot of art pretentious because I feel like it doesn't deserve it, especially when you're writing something with this much passion. But it's just like yeah. it doesn't come off like that at all. It just is so incredible. I don't. It's one of the best things I've ever read, like yeah. hands down. Honestly, yeah. In any there's medium. a reason I haven't been able to keep it on the shelves. We we get it in stock and sell it yeah, same this day. This is one like of the every best things time. I've ever put my. It's so good. It didn't. In every it could aspect. have no words for it or no words in it and still be yep. like a great use of the medium. But then yep. the words are even better. Like it just yeah. like <laughs> she has such a control of the medium, both in writing and in art aspects. It's mm-hmm. it's an, it's crazy. It's really yeah. It, for someone who doesn't seemingly have control, right? This but, is yeah. where all of it is. Well, I found all yeah. that future of comics stuff really funny, but it's like she literally like maybe gives, she gives me <laughs> gives me hope for the future that people are still using the medium, like still love the medium. Like it's yeah. just 
it's just such a great well, like, use of she's, it. She's one of those people that you can tell she grew up. This is how her brain works, but grew up drawing and enjoys the visual medium. So like, this is just a way for her like to channel that information and and, yeah. and explain what's going on. Like, cause like there's lots of stories from her childhood that she's like all drawing all these creatures and making up these stories and stuff like that. So like, this is just part of that process. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, a lot of people don't either go away from it or like they don't continue doing it just for them well, case, or they could like do it but they're too self-conscious well that's part of it too yeah this book makes that, me want to write my problem like this book is yeah. like yeah. Case, this book makes me want to start drawing again casey says uh, this book I'm... breaks the fourth wall but this book breaks the fifth and sixth wall i don't even know what yeah. those yeah, are yeah, yeah. like there aren't this is like <laughs> anymore it, it, it's yeah. just like like we were talking about morrison but like it's so far ahead of it's not trying to do meta for meta's sake it's just like there is no other way to express right. it. To me, it's this just, is a book that's not trying to tell a story to someone other than herself. It's it's trying to yeah. That's how decipher, I read it. It's trying to decipher the story for herself. We're it's, almost it's watching. Like, we're just watching. It's like someone set up a camera and like that's it. But I have and never. Yeah, we we're watching watch. the creative process. I've never in the most uh, encountered yeah. a piece of art that is as honest as this. Like I've right. like there have been great memoirs and great documentaries and great pieces of art that have been about people's struggles but this there's just the way she constructed it it is so uh it, it just like is a window but and, and you yeah. know what the only thing i can even equate it to it's like thematically n not entirely similar but the aesthetic of everything everywhere all at once like I, there's no other movies like that, and there's, you know, like just just the constant like flipping the switch and and changing the, the perspective and the style and the art and the color and the lighting and the well, like, it's it, it's it's taking it's taking a medium that's starting to feel a bit played out and starting to feel like we've done everything we can do with this medium and completely changing that and going yeah. Well, have you thought of this? And everyone goes, "Holy shit, no!" But now that you yeah. have, things yeah. are different. And that's and that's how that movie made me feel. This as is well, like where it's just like, why are we not? Why have we not been doing this? Why isn't everything <laughs> like this? This yeah. is the concept of Bo Burnham's inside. Yes. 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 In the comic book. Yes. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Without the editing, this is yeah. an unfiltered setup. That unfiltered without like it all. Like this. That's what this is. And like 100%. that's what she feels like, like the isolation and stuff. Like that's kind, of, but it's in a comic book, so it, and and both are will bring you to tears and make you laugh your ass off. And Dude, both you know? do Some something are, completely different with their medium than anyone exactly. else ever had. Yeah, so like that's kind of what I that's that's what I feel like. Yeah, it, that's a perfect. It feels very unique. Analogy. It's like it doesn't. It's not like anything, but it's doing something similar. Because I don't think there's anything like this. No. no, that I've isn't. that I've read, <laughs> but like it does make me want to read her um the uh, impending blindness of Billy Scott. Makes me excited the... for anything that oh. her name is. Gonna I mean, be yes, tied but to. I I just really hope it means that that book comes back into print because I I missed it the first. time I remember making this... a note to get it the first time and then completely whiffing it, and 
Yeah. Because like she even does this anime style partway through. It's just it's fucking it's crazy. And I like how like <laughs> she, there's like a Tuka and Birdie thing happening where some uh, people with her are, friend. Some people are animals. Like I love I how mean, a lot everyone of else are animals. Almost yeah. everyone she meets, um, other than her parents, I think, are animals. Um, which is just another like I'm just um, whatever the fuck I, I am in this world of people of people that understand what I they love are, the boy you know? that she was with on the on the bus and uh, on the train and he he's like asking her it's like oh where are you going and just then they get to the stop and she's like I guess you'll never know and then the narration is like that was the coolest thing I've ever said to anyone <laughs> he's gonna be in love with me for the rest of his life <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think it's an easy way to depict people without like, oh, I don't necessarily want to draw someone, but like, oh, so I'll just draw them as different animals and stuff. Yeah. But I also think it it, it does equate this like she's not an animal, you know, she's yeah. just uh, usually she's this blank. Sometimes like, she's a worm. Sometimes she's a yeah, worm. Yeah, like that. Like, but it's like that it, blank bald head. Like it literally looks like um, what's the character from One Punch Man? Like it looks oh, like Satama? that guy. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah, even like, yeah. So Tom is even in it. That the yeah, okay meme yeah, she's is like, even in the... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. What, it's um, funny because uh, she goes through um, customs at one point and the person Googles her and th- it's her real Google image search is yeah. transposed into, the, into the comic. Yeah. And he's like, wow, incredible bangs. Wow, bangs. And she's like, what? <laughs> but Ugh. yeah, no, like, it definitely, like, her being this blank slate empty like not even like having her real hair or having any of her features she's like a blob face almost yeah yeah, she's like a blob face in a world of her best friend is a pigeon her the guy she tries to see is a cat like everyone has only her when she's alone alone yeah so when she's out in the world she's she's that closed off isolated and blah empty (laughs) person yeah just remember carrie gillard tweeting the panel of him being a pigeon he's like i haven't read this yet so i don't know what the context is fucking great (laughs) i just love like like there's a scene where she's like talking it's just you see all these people at the park and she's talking about how much more interesting their lives are and it lands on this old woman and it's like she used to host Team Ninja and T Turtle orgies, orgies yeah. in her basement, and they were legendary. They were legendary. Oh, I forgot about this little girl. Oh my. God. Oh yeah, I wasn't sure if we were gonna get to that, but I feel like that one save, got me. Let's save the angel story as a surprise if people yeah. haven't read this book, because that is that was so powerful. There's some deep. That I feel like it needs here, to be yeah. experienced. Yeah, that that's the truly profound moment that that got me good. Yeah, I, for, I forgot about that. Just flipping through again. But yeah, just like like you said, the way she tells these stories about how she feels and what she belongs, like like you said, there's that page of her with that guy that she went to see and they're like with his kids and they're like just like watching a movie and shit. For one panel, she tries on being yeah. a cat. Yeah, RJ mentioned that. And then part, the next yeah. panel is her crying, realizing like this isn't this isn't my life. I'm not the cat, no. And then the, the then the next page is her in a shirt leaving saying I went to America and all I got was this lousy STD. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Jesus. Ugh. I mean, what, that's kind of what we're known for over here. Tough, Sorry. Tough break, man. Like, <laughs> but yeah, then just like, again, like these gorgeous pages of her and like the cover and like that style, like those blow me away. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's truly incredible. <sighs> Go buy it. Go buy it immediately. It's... Mm-hmm. 
It's yeah, I couldn't. I I read it in one sitting. I couldn't even put it down. I was like, Same. this this yeah. is fucking. I've read it twice it, it, now, and I still <sighs> cried through the second time, even knowing everything. Dude. Just yeah, like it's so good. Yeah, it's been yeah. a long time since I've read something just so so incredible. Yeah, this makes me like like you know it's it's sad. It's funny. It's like inspirational and like this just this makes me excited to see like all right what is she gonna put on paper next because i want to see what that brain's got because <laughs> like, like this just makes me want to read more comics honestly it makes me fall in love with the yeah, genre all over again makes me want to draw again maybe i fucking will i don't know yeah like even if it's just for you right and i think that's what a lot of this stuff is like she's that's what makes her connect and that's what that's her happy place but like it doesn't have to be for everybody just so I, happens I that's that that's the part that I need to get one. over that she kind of touches on is the hating being perceived and your art being perceived so much that even you can't perceive it. Right, right. Like me going back, like unless I immediately burn it, uh, <laughs> it's something that I'm going to have to cope with at a later right. date, and it's nothing but self-loathing. And that's yeah, that's a me problem. It's like if uh, everyone I love creating bad art is part of the process and i love it and i support it like so even the shit that's not like intrinsically good is good um right but that's for you that's that's do as i say not as i do um and i and that really connected with me on this too because it's just like her just being like if it's not perfect what the fuck is the point and this whole thing being so messy is so like liberating right it's like yeah make bad art just fucking do it fucking go you know yeah it's okay and then end up making a masterpiece through trying to make... Whoops, trying made to just a masterpiece. Cope with your, yeah, oops, all masterpieces. Yeah, oops, one of the best things I've ever read. Good, we need more <laughs> fucking amazing women writers in comic books. That's also Fuck true. Fuck it up, Zoe. I can't wait. So excited. Uh, yeah, I know. Fucking hype. Yeah, give me, give me all of whatever she's got. Like, yep. as far as her lays. She's the new British invasion, baby. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good fucking start. I'll what about Spider-Man? Post haste. Fuck. Let's do it. Dude, <laughs> Spider Man and this any modern superhero with like creative reign for her to use any of these styles in at more than Moon one Knight. style would oh Oh yeah, Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Moon Knight would be good. But just like in general, in a superhero book, it would be fucking mind blowing. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing would like I don't think anyone would understand what Honestly, to do. Honestly, she's it. too good for superheroes, but I don't know. I probably would have said that about Grant Morrison too, and look what we got. So. Well, he kind of was, but Morrison loves superheroes, so it was yeah, exactly. it was inevitable. <laughs> All right, so so that's it's lonely at the center of the earth. Um, so love good. love it, love it, love it. Um, what do we got next? It's a bird, I believe. Oh, which yeah. is one that I actually hadn't heard of until we were planning this, so I'm excited. Another yeah, another memoir gonna... from someone in the comic books industry. So yes, yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Well, um, first of all, thank you to all of our patrons. Uh, you guys got this first. Um, if you're listening to this on our regular feed, get on Patreon. You would have gotten to listen to this like two or three weeks ago. So, um, yeah, join the Patreon. You, not only will you get stuff like this early, but you get a whole bunch of other cool Patreon-exclusive stuff. So go, go, uh, go check that out and support us. Um, yeah, also, let's keep this conversation going in the Discord. I'll drop that in the episode description. Uh, come hang out with us. Come talk to us. Uh, we want to hear from you guys. So, uh, so yeah, that's, this has been Now in Trade. Uh, goodbye, everybody. <laughs>